and we're back um originally the plan was to do some other films but with the death of alexi Navalny, we decided to do 2022's Navalny, rated r with a runtime of one hour and 39 minutes this we caught on max yeah and is the story of the opposition leader who pretty much just decided that he'd had enough of the corruption in his own country and was going to fight Vladimir Putin. In light of his death, I think it's important to call attention to the story, to remind people how we got here and to not forget this is a very powerful story about one man's crusade to look at the just absolute ridiculous corruption around him and call it out watching the film i i mean we've we've heard the story we've followed it through the years and um here you get a really focused attention to the subject matter and it was really well done i we don't do documentaries as probably as much as we should and this really was just fascinating but at the same time for me uh, there was a point where i turned to you and i said i am sick to my stomach and i feel nauseous yeah i gotta say i hearing about the poisoning and then through his own investigations and with the help of that guy from the Bellingcat Corporation or that group to then see that sequence of events unfold where he's literally calling the people that tried to kill him and then finally making contact with one and actually getting the entire story was absolutely chilling yeah that was crazy that, that was nuts i mean i literally paused it and had to walk away i was like <laughs> i am sick to my stomach and i feel nauseous uh, i mean uh, one thing you you gotta say about that guy he had freaking like balls of steel he really seriously, did seriously he, he was really really did he was so dedicated to his cause and just fearless i mean and yeah. like this is this, this is, is a, this Russia. isn't so this isn't like oh well I'm gonna get my lawyer after you this is you will be killed yeah this 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 is what he does this is what Putin, uh, Putin and and his his whole, his whole stooge all his, his army of stooges this is what they do this is why people are constantly falling people out are of constantly falling windows. downstairs oh seriously the worst thing you could do if you're a high ranking Russian official who's probably done something wrong is go to a hotel because you are going to fall out a window by accident or right. fall down a flight of stairs by accident by accident or get on a plane you will be blown up in the plane or poisoned oh he just had polonium oh, yeah. so, <laughs> oh gee how did something yeah, like that somehow happen somehow polonium got in his tea Good God. this is what the guy does and i mean he Navalny experienced that firsthand. Hand. Seriously, the yeah. only thing that saved his life was that they diverted the plane right. to a nearby town. Right. Because the guy was just like, well, how, why do you think it didn't work? And he's like, oh, I think the yeah. if, if he would have stayed on the plane a longer. little bit longer. It would have come out he the would, way we, he had, would have, we had rehearsed yeah, it. It would have come out the way we rehearsed it. Jesus. We rehearsed it many times. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
And this guy, even after that, even after all of this investigation, after all it turns up that it's not just about political gamesmanship, saying nasty things about each other. I yeah, mean, as, yeah. as, as crazy as it is here, especially now in election season, yeah. with the name calling and the accusations of dementia and, and whatever else is going on, oh, yeah. at least nobody's getting poisoned. Yeah. Or falling out a window or, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. This this is he, beyond the pale. With all of that, he still went back, back because he believed in the he believed in his cause enough and he was like, If I'm going to do this, I can't do it from Somewhere another else. place. If I'm gonna help Russia, I have to do it from within in Russia. Russia. Yeah. And he just goes into the lion's den and he instantly it's just like there's like, like a, a there's criminal. like a little moment where they're going through the airport. He gives a little speech to the people. Let's just go to the passport station. The two guys check his passport. You think it's good. and then suddenly the dudes with the funny hats come in. Yeah, and they're just like, you have to let come me see us. your papers. Yeah, you have to come with us. And that's that's pretty much and it. And then the next thing is, are you resisting? Because we'll have to yeah. take you by force. We'll have to take you by when force. that. Oh God, this whole. I mean, I'm going to be thinking about this film a lot, especially now that this man is no longer with us. I He yeah, that, was only thing about, yeah. 47 years old yeah, that, at the time of his passing, which was last week. And listen, I mean, it's crazy because you would think as a society, as a species, we would respect one another to have different opinions. I think that's one of the great things about this country, right? I mean, you can have an opinion. You can absolutely have an opinion and you can say these things and you might get some trolls on your social media feed, but for the most part, like you said, you're not going to get hurled out of a window or poisoned or apprehended and thrown in jail for possibly 20 years. At the end, they said that he could possibly go to jail for 20 years. For 20 years, yeah. And he didn't make it because, yeah. as we know, this was, was it just this past week? It was last Friday. It was last Friday. He, yeah. is, he is gone. Yeah. I think it, it I think it maybe happened on the Thursday, but the news broke on Friday, I think. Yeah. I, I mean. <laughs> and, of course, they won't turn over the body. Oh, no, of course not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's devastating to watch. It's devastating to watch because he's charming. He's personable. I mean, I'm watching him and I'm rooting for him. And yet I know how this is going to end. And yet I still found myself rooting for this guy. And my heart breaks because they don't talk to the son, but they, they talk to the daughter. Yeah. And that's hard to watch. And they talk to the wife. And that's also difficult to watch. I cannot imagine doing that. I cannot imagine. If you had turned to me and said, oh, we have to go back, I would have been like, what? Yeah. Hell no. Hell no. Yeah, absolutely. I cannot imagine the strength and the selflessness needed to do that, to walk this path. It is just, it's mind-blowing. We take so much for granted. We really, really do. Stuff like this really makes an impression on me because, while well, listen, everybody has their crosses to bear. I feel like I live in a constant perpetual cycle of laundry and dishwashing, but yet that is absolutely ridiculous in the face of that. 
man's life yeah. like his hardships just annihilate mine and the fact that he is no longer with us is such it's a it's a crime it's an absolute crime it's a crime to his family it's a crime to him it's a crime to his people his supporters his staff his friends the his extended families it's just it's so gut-wrenching to watch and it's interesting because the way the documentaries prefaced i'm assuming that the the one-on-one with the director happened while he was still in germany recovering from the initial poisoning Mm -hmm. and i mean i don't know if that's the way it was edited but at the beginning of the documentary he's asked if something bad happens if god forbid you're killed what do you want your message to be and navalny sort of laughs it off like that's for the next movie yeah yeah and uh and there's a scene later on in the film where I think he's talking to Maria and she's like, he's asking you a lot about Chernobyl, which is where he grew up. And is it okay? Like she's checking in on him and he's fine. And he even says like, I expected these questions. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And I think he, I get the sense that Navalny really wanted to talk and kind of let people in so that they would know like this is what's happening he seemed like one of these like truth tellers that it was important for him to disseminate the information because he wanted his people to know this is what's going on and unfortunately the guy in power that was also very that was interesting i'd seen that before in interview formats where he doesn't name navalny but you know who he's talking about the the patient in the berlin Berlin clinic or whatever and i guess it's his little way of trying to demean the other person but i mean yeah it's it's all about demeaning him you heard what he was saying when he's he's just like he's just trying to elevate himself to basically elevate himself to my level to make him to make it seem like he is important. Yeah. Important enough for me to care enough to kill him. Yeah. If I really wanted to kill him, I would have killed him. But he's not important enough. He is he is he's basically small potatoes. He wishes he was big enough to to mean something to me. And it, yeah. it's funny because uh <laughs> they had that whole what was it, the the Tucker Carlson interview with oh the john stewart ripped apart (laughs) yeah yeah but like if if you actually see the interview he is being demeaning is like i guess just part of this guy's makeup because he is just demolishing that carlson guy while he's interviewing him right right he's just like he's just like he's just like the cia sucks but you got you you tried to get into it and you couldn't even do that Well, there's also that other, there was like a, that other piece of that uh, interview where he's talking to somebody else and he was like, I was ready for the hard hitting questions, but this was like a fluff. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I was expecting yeah. hard hitting questions, but this, this, yeah. this guy was just, it was nothing. Yeah. So yeah, he, I think it's just, that's his MO. It's sort of like, I'm better than you. Yeah. You're scum of the earth. I'm the big man. And that's just how it is. And yeah. Let's be honest. Are you 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 you're sitting? I mean, you sitting across from him. Are you going to argue with him? Right, right. Gonna, I'm sure you're going to get in his face. I'm sure Putin he, could take out Tucker Carlson in yeah, a fight. He's like, he's like, uh, I was expecting more hard hitting. I mean, one Carlson is a total bitch. Yeah. 
so he wasn't going to do that. But even if you had like a, a tough as nails interviewer, that guy's taking his life into his own hands. He is in that country. It's not like as though yeah, it's some yeah. neutral ground thing right, or something. Right. You ain't going to get in his face and be like, you know, what the fuck are you trying to do here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's... <sighs> He's a scary dude. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I just... This movie's going to stay with me for a long time, I think. Especially now. Yeah. I mean, Especially it's now. funny. It's, it's I, I asked you before, I, I was, would it be as impactful if you had seen it two weeks ago and he was still alive? Yeah. It's just different now because now it's there's no hypotheticals anymore. There's no... Right. It's not all oh, you're being dramatic. Yeah. You could die. No, you were, he was killed. He was killed in prison by this guy's administration. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, there's no hyperbole. It's nothing. This legit happened. Yeah. So, yeah, this film, it hits a little different now. I don't know what other films Daniel Rohr, who's the director, did. I'm assuming that's the guy who's asking the questions in that segment of the documentary, but I wonder if there's more. Because usually when they do documentaries, they film so much material and then they kind of cut it together and shorten it down. So I wonder if there's stuff that. Yeah. I wonder if there's other pertinent things that maybe didn't get aired in this documentary that maybe would come in a different one well i mean wasn't that one of the things that navalny joked about he's like oh you'll make two yeah one now and one after i'm dead yeah who knows how serious he was when he said that but yeah this is this is what's come to pass so yeah i'm deeply affected by this i it just again you watch the documentary and you see this man and he's alive and he's vibrant and he's got fire in the belly and he he genuinely wants like good stuff for his country and you see that love reciprocated by so many people that had gone to the rallies that supported him and yet this monster in power just crushed all that there is a concerted effort to extinguish this guy i mean the part of that news report was that these guys had been following him for three years yeah that's crazy in order to and they don't really go into the the details or the particulars of how he was poisoned i don't know if it was put in his clothes but in that phone call where things are coming to light the man is saying how they cleaned everything before he was yeah taken to germany what did you think no this is a fascinating documentary obviously i'm not really keeping up on russian politics so sure I was aware of Navalny. Unfortunately, my awareness was: isn't he dead already? Yeah, I. Think I mean, there were so many. There were so many times where we, when like we a thought that he died. Yeah, like yeah. I, I thought. I was he, like, is he still alive? I don't yeah, hear him. Anymore. I thought he died. I thought. I mean, I heard some story. He had a stroke or something, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, a stroke. But yeah. not. No, there wasn't anything like that. It was just the poisoning and the imprisonment. And I, you know, why I think it gets mixed up because he's. Putin's had other people just killed. Wasn't yeah. there some guy just like gunned down in front of the Kremlin itself? Yeah. I remember there was that. There's, I mean, since the war began, he has eliminated so many people. At least three that we know about, possibly four. Yeah. Gen- former generals. And there was that guy who like almost led the revolution against them. Yeah. And suddenly, oh, his plane went plane down. down. Yeah. Yeah. So it just, it's just sort of gets lost in the, 
miasma of oh, how is this happening in the 21st century? Support and and an, an advanced country. This isn't some crazy tiny island nation or something. This is yeah. one of the large. I mean, it. Is, I, I think Russia is still like the largest country in the world right now, size wise. Size wise, yeah. I mean, I think um, population. I think it's India, but yeah, no, no, no. They're nowhere near. I think China and India blow them away. Yeah, uh, but yeah, and economically, they used to be powerful. Not anymore. Uh, militarily, they've proven they are not a near peer to us anymore. Yeah, they've embarrassed themselves. Yeah. That little skirmish that they thought that we were having. Oh, with the, the, three, the three day uh, exercise. Yeah, going on its second Two year years now. now. Yeah, I wonder. I, I wonder uh, if that guy was out and about how effective he would have been speaking out against this atrocity that's occurring right now. Yeah it's too bad i mean i understand where he was coming from but i also as a mother i think that as much as i would want to help my country i also want to watch my kids grow yeah and get old with my spouse that i i would fight from the sidelines i don't think i would have gone back this guy was truly truly courageous and brave and just it's heartbreaking. It's absolutely gut-wrenching to watch. It really is. And, and again, now. Yeah, especially now. But I get, again, you get such a sense of who this man was in this film. And it's unfortunate that he's not with us anymore. Mm-hmm. And the thing that really grates at me more is that this monster is going to live. He's going to go out on his own terms. Probably. I mean, like honestly, if, if it hasn't happened now, it by, probably by never now, will. it's probably not going to happen. Right. I agree. <sighs> Anything else you want to add? Nope. As far as storytelling, what did you think? I mean, it jumps I mean, around, but it's, it's, not, it's, it's not jarring in any way, shape, or no, form. It I tells mean, a straight story. It tells a straight story. It pretty much revolves mainly around the poisoning and his recovery, and it ends where... I mean, it needed to end with his arrest as soon as he goes back. Yeah, it like it's it's a compelling story from beginning to end. Absolutely, uh, you're not going to be bored at all. Yeah, it, I mean, seriously, it, it it does almost play like a work of fiction. Yeah, but no, this is this is real life. Yeah, this won the Academy Award for Best Documentary last year at the Oscars. And rightly so. Again, it's a very compelling piece. If you haven't seen it, absolutely, absolutely do yourself a favor and check out 2022's Navalnier. Rated R for, I guess, coarse language? Yeah, I guess the language... There's, there's no real violence, although they do show him on a gurney and whatnot. And and, and you there, see there, protesters there are, there are being roughed being, up. Yeah, there are people being beaten up. Yeah. The other thing I also wanted to just call out was towards the end he's i guess shaved and looks very very skinny i mean they're not giving these guys six course meals at the at the well, penal no. colony yeah no un- so. understood but still yeah he's, he's do you rough. think that uh i'm gonna i'm gonna take a page from this guy's playbook do you think this monster realizes that he's basically made Navalnya a martyr and he can arrest all the people that he wants, but there's always going to be this undercurrent within the country that 
this isn't right. I mean, I don't know. I really don't know because he is so just ensconced in his in his seat of power there. I can't imagine. I I just don't picture the people like rising up or the military betraying him or anything like that. Like I said, if that was going to happen, it would have happened already. Yeah. He is he has spearheaded some extremely boneheaded and extremely unpopular uh, campaigns. Cool. Yeah. I mean, the this, Ukraine this, this, thing. Yeah, this yeah. U- Ukrainian invasion has tanked his country's economy beyond anybody's wildest dreams. Right. His initial thought: Oh well, I, I want to stop NATO aggression. No, you failed miserably because guess what? Because of what you did, NATO has actually gotten stronger and larger with the addition of uh, Finland and Sweden. Yeah. Everybody is way more united than ever against him because now everybody's like, well, you, he's could come after you now. Yeah, exactly. So, and he's, he's like, he's drafting his citizenry to, to be in their army because the army was so corrupt that they most of their tech is like completely outdated it's like soviet era weapons uh yeah i mean they're they're they're, they gotta like get they're getting their stuff from like like iran and and i don't know these if if something was going to happen if 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 the generals were just going to be like all right enough's enough it would have happened and i think it almost did yeah but like i said he seems to be two steps ahead of everybody. Yeah, he's killed the people that he needed to kill. Yeah. Whether it was for incompetence or maybe they were going to come after him. Doesn't matter. They're it gone. Do, it doesn't matter. They're gone. And the Threat people. neutralized. Yeah. And the people that are there are, they're doing their job. Right. They're probably petrified. And um, thanks to the boneheads we have over here, we're, we can't give, they're like styming the, the aid packages to, to Ukraine. So this is. It just emboldens it emboldens him. Yeah, and I don't and see, I don't see the well. Who knows what's going on? The, the, he has such a lockdown on that place that who knows if if people are actually like really protesting or yeah. or doing anything. We'll never really know no. unless it actually happens. Right, when they right. start playing Swan Lake on the television over there, you'll know he's gone. That's it. And what's the story with this idiot, the one from here that's running? That's like oh. That he would let Putin do, he would let this monster do whatever. The hell is that? He, uh, we're going to get into politics. <laughs> he, we he, can he, take this he, offline if you want. He's, he, he's basically off. saying that, well, they're not, that Europe's not paying their fair share, even though that's not really how NATO works. Right. If Russia decided to, oh, I'm just going to invade Poland or something, he'd be like, oh, go ahead. You can do whatever you want. Have a blast. Which, I mean, technically, I mean, Treason is very specific in the United States. Right. It, it means something different here than it means anywhere else. It means aiding your enemies mm-hmm. or even if it's just cheering them on. Yeah. That's treason. And uh, saying that, saying that the people that we're in a treaty with, that we have a treaty with, our long line is we adhere to our treaties and NATO is a very old treaty you're betraying us and but because it's like he's he's wrapping it into this whole thing of oh well we're 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 paying more than 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 everybody else yeah that's our choice we pay an incredible amount for our military an incredible amount our doctrine is we must be able to defend ourselves against our two 
nearest up in power opponents or opposition. So for the longest time, that's been China and, and Russia. Russia. So according to our doctrine, our military must be more stronger than both of theirs combined. Our military is stronger than the next, like, 10 countries. 12, 20. 13, 14 countries combined. Yeah. So we got that covered, and guess what? It's not like as though our guys are just sitting around doing nothing. Yeah. We know how to use our power. Mm-hmm. We definitely know how to use it. The reason why shipping is moving, con- there's a piracy everywhere, it's because of us. You yeah. know, whatever you want to say about the United States, we can kick anybody's ass if we really wanted to. And everybody knows that. Yeah. Part of that is our deal with these other countries. And they contribute too. They don't contribute as much as us. But guess what? That is our choice. We contribute an insane amount because we want to be the big guy at the table. And that's just how it is. And he's making it sound like, oh, we're getting we're getting hoodwinked. They're bamboozling us. They're sucking at our teeth. <laughs> and it's like, no. Yeah. Their security is extremely important to us. Right. right, right. And if we suddenly are like, fuck all you guys. Yeah. That isn't good for us. It's a strategic alliance. So it, it just, it, I mean, he was a foreign policy disaster from the get-go. Yeah. He would tell he would be telling our well, enemies what we were going to do. Not just foreign policy. Uh, no, not just formal, but <laughs> he was especially bad, bad at foreign at policy. Yes, I mean, he, sure. he would be for telling sure. our enemies exactly what we're going to do. Exactly what we're going to do. He was just a disaster. He made he all he, he made all our allies uncomfortable and he kissed the ass of anybody who was like a bully like him. So, like it's no, it's, it's no wonder why he he's like in love with Putin. Yeah. Uh, scale of one to ten, what would you give this film? Uh, I give it a seven. Seven? Yeah. I would give this an eight and a half. I think the story was compelling. The subject matter was compelling. It was interesting to see a humanized. I mean, you you think of Navalny, you think of this larger than life character, and to some degree he was, but you also see this human aspect of him. I was telling you after the film, like the scene towards the end where he's, I guess he's being arraigned and he's doing like these heart shapes with his hands to his wife. Mm-hmm. That that stuff gutted me. The, the, the stuff specifically about his family the wife with the kids feeding the donkeys that gutted me because that mirrors an earlier scene where she's i guess walking with him and they're feeding the donkeys so that gutted me this the sequence where the daughter's talking like i guess right before she's going to college i'm assuming Mm -hmm. and how at the age of 13 she basically had to prep herself in her head that her father could die yeah i mean that's just gut-wrenching that is fucking gut-wrenching and the fact that this guy felt it his duty to continue on this path regardless of what it did to him or his family because he believed in this cause so much because he felt this kinship with the rest of the people in his country because he wanted accountability because he wanted transparency because he wanted change actual change in this country where he lived and was born and was 
became a husband and a father and a and is a citizen and he had every right to demand the best of everyone and unfortunately scared meaningless tiny people like this monster unfortunately wield all this power through fear through fear and unfortunately have tainted any of the good that is here and it's disheartening when you see stuff like that but at the same time it's also uplifting when you see the opposite when you see someone like Navalny who's a good person who just wants better mm-hmm. who just wants better yeah this film's gonna stay with me for a while I hope that he has found peace I hope that his family has some sort of comfort in memories of shared better times with Alexei and I hope that like he said at the end of the film even if something happens to him for his fellow Russians to not be afraid and to continue the fight again if you haven't seen it absolutely head on over to Max and check out Navalny from 2022 it is a best winner for documentary from last year's oscar our selection this week is somewhat haphazard because we're pairing this with a film that's absolutely awful Uh, (laughs) but uh we were pivoting because we wanted to get this in while the story is still fresh in people's consciousness because because of social media and just the constant bombardment of news and and stories things like this are soon forgotten but we shouldn't mm-hmm. Navalny was absolutely a, a hero and he should be remembered and he should be exalted and I hope that if people in his country are listening to this again take that message don't be afraid and continue the fight and that's it from us and we will bid you all a good night good night